Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. So that was a lot of scripture today. So <laughs> we shared these two rather lengthy sets of scripture to share the whole story of what we're going to be talking about today. This week we are in our third week of discovery of faith practices. Discovery is an invitation, a summons to explore and examine our faith our scriptures, ourselves, and how all of that is revealed in our daily lives. Because our God does not wish to remain hidden from us. Throughout history, God sent teachers and prophets, performed signs and wonders, placed stars in the sky, and sent God's only Son, revealed God to the world. God is an inviting and welcoming God. This is our opportunity to discover more about our God. Because our God speaks to us through art, music, our experiences, animated conversations, and reflective silences. Here's the invitation today to come and discover more about our loving God. Prayer is a way to seek and find God. Rituals mark the time and space where we encountered God, and through those rituals we recall the story and share it with others. Prayer and ritual are expressions beyond ourselves. They may go beyond words, from a fearful cry in the dark to the joyful laughter of celebration. Prayer is an expression of our heart and innermost being. From folded or outstretched hands in prayer to the many layers liturgy may have, ritual is a pattern etched into our lives. The practice of prayer and ritual will incorporate being, and doing. 
Mentors in scripture and faith tradition have nurtured others in the art of praying. Paul calls us to pray as part of our life. The invitation to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and to give thanks in all circumstances inform our daily discipleship. This attitude of prayer embraces the rhythm of life so that prayer becomes as natural as breathing. These traditions and rituals can be important parts of our lives as well as enhance and enrich our experiences. As time goes by and circumstances change, we are challenged to decide which traditions continue to be life-giving to be sources of joy, and which ones need to be altered or perhaps dropped altogether. As we worship God, who is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow, we remember we also worship God, who is creator, creative, and creating, and has yet more light and hope to reveal to us. We can discover God through familiar and new traditions. Prayer strengthens our relationship God with God as we both speak and listen to the divine. Ritual helps us understand ourselves and our relationship with our immediate and extended families, communities of faith, and in the world. The prophet Joel reminds us that in a hurting and troubling world, God calls us together in community. And God's spirit is poured out among all people. The Holy Spirit aids us as we practice prayer and ritual. And engaging this directs our focus away from ourselves, in towards our communities, our global community, and are still speaking God. We embrace prayer and ritual in this context. In this, we may experience God's transforming power in the here and now. These practices of our faith are happening within and around us. Through awareness and attentiveness, we may be beckoning toward a new vision for the future in our relationships with both the divine and with one another. And openness to and discovery of the things going on around us will focus us upon the spiritual conversations already taking place in our midst. By exploring prayer and ritual in the present, we can find new ways to build a vision for a future grounded in God's love and faithfulness. In these two scripture readings today, we see examples of both prayer and ritual. In this first scripture, it is important to Joshua that stories of God's faithfulness are passed down to future generations. Joshua commands the people of Israel to continually tell the story of God's love and faithfulness. Sometimes our best teachers are the people who are with us 
on our life's journey. Joshua had the people place stones from the Jordan as a reminder of God's faithfulness in that time and in that place. The stones would be a reminder to the future generations of God's actions as the people believed in God. The latter part of this Joshua scripture particularly describes the stones as a teaching tool posing the question to the Israelites, when your children ask their parents in time to come, what do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know. The stones were a tangible reminder of the lessons that the adults wanted to pass down to their children. When Joshua directed the people to set up the stones from the river as a monument to God's faithfulness, he was intentionally choosing a material that would last generations to come. It is easy to get into a rut with our prayer life. We might pray the same way over and over again, or even simply say the same words repeatedly. Because we worship God of creativity and a new life, we are invited to imagine the variety of ways that we can express our love, devotion, and need to our God. We can remember some of the many ways that our biblical ancestors expressed their faith. David wrote songs. Miriam danced before God. A woman expressed her adoration for Jesus by pouring out oil onto his feet. And Joshua built a stone cairn as a physical reminder of God's faithfulness. Many cultures use rock cairns to make places of worship or to form an altar. Go ahead and put up the next slide with the picture. The Western Wall in Jerusalem is the reminder of the early temple and continues to be a powerful place to offer prayers. The Western Wall is the only remaining part of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem that was destroyed in the year 70 of the Common Era. It is one of the most sacred sites of Judaism. The strength and endurance of the stones reflect the power of our eternal God. When Joshua directed the people of Israel to place 12 stones in the Jordan uh, River at Gilgal, he recognized not everyone would understand their significance. Joshua knew that these symbols would need to be explained. How might we consider the symbols and rituals that we do each week and how sometimes it may be important for us to take time to explain those, to pass those stories on to the future generations? Here at St. Paul, we have our own version of a rock cairn. Now, maybe not in physical stones, but in artifacts. Artifacts from this church's action of faith and believing during the Apollo 11 moon landing. 
Sometimes I think we as locals get so used to this part of our history that we need to be reminded of the power of God that came through in this church's believing and believing action of those days. These artifacts are way beyond space history. They tell the story. Excuse me, I'm sorry, just a second. They tell the story of how this church family stepped out in faith and held a prayer vigil during the Apollo 11 mission. These artifacts tell the story of how a church family came together to pray for one of their own. And God was faithful and brought the entire crew home safely and returned a son of the church home safely to his family. If this church's prayers can bring someone home safely from the moon, what more will our God continue to do today if we gather together in covenantal prayer? In the second scripture, the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Because these words are so familiar, it can be easy to race through the prayer without considering its meaning. What is the difference between a ritual and a rut? Sometimes we get caught up in doing the same old thing in our lives simply because it's easier than trying something new. Jesus instructed his disciples not to heap empty phrases when they prayed. This is an invitation to be mindful about how we live our lives and to be intentional about the words and phrases we use when we pray and speak up, whether they are impromptu or whether they are words we have known since childhood. The scripture not only talked about one of our most well-known prayers, but it also speaks to rituals also. It speaks of the spirit in which we should be acting out our rituals. I don't believe that God is as concerned with what rituals we carry out as long as we stick to that which, is, that which most energizes our hearts to remember that which God has done for us. Our creator and creative God calls us to be creative in those things in which remind us of God's faithfulness. So today, in prayer, in a ritual, in all faith practice, I encourage you to be creative as our God is creative. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through him. We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today, as we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. 
if you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844 971 1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.